We're in Luke chapter 2. We have been walking through a series I've entitled Announcements, Visits, and Showers. And we're expecting a baby. And today, he is born. And it's a boy. And uh, we've been uh, walking through this series. And we're real excited. I'm excited. I, I, it's always exciting leading up to Christmas. There's a lot of things that can really, you know, kind of burden you down as you're preparing for Christmas. You know, there's, there's a lot today in society that makes you want to kind of lose sight of really the true meaning as we look to Christ, the author and the finisher of our faith. And we look to him a lot of times and we see him as, this, as the Savior. We see him as the one walking without sin. We see him as the one who, who dies on the cross and rises again. But do we see him as we really reflect on him in a day such as today, in a day that we might not get to experience for another 11 years where Christmas falls on a Sunday where we get to worship him together as a church family, as a church body, and we get to think and focus on him in a day such as today. So I'm, I'm really excited about this today. It's going to be a little different. I'm not going to go into a whole lot of depth as I normally do with a sermon. But today we're, we're uh, looking in Luke chapter 2. We're going to be looking at verses 1 through 20. Verses 1 through 20. So as we read this account this morning, let us consider the thoughts Mary and Joseph may have been experiencing during this encounter. Today, getting word out about a birth is so quick and easy, right? I mean, getting word out about anything is so quick and easy. I mean, right now we are uh, simultaneously feeding to Facebook and to YouTube at the same time. Word is getting out about Jesus Christ being born in Bethlehem to Mary and Joseph. With shepherds on their way and wise men uh, in journey, this message is going out. It's gone out for over 2,000 years. It's going out today via social media. The news gets out fast. But then, the news didn't get out very fast. It didn't move near as quick. But when you're God, you can get news out pretty quick, right? You can get the news out pretty fast because everything that is created is under his authority. So he can use anything and everything, and so he does. And so he does. So we see how that happens, and we're going to look at this today, and we see uh, the primary, now obviously Jesus being born, is, is the most important thing that happens in this. But for you and I, beyond, beyond Jesus being born, is to see ourselves much like those shepherds, lowly, a lot of times outcast, but yet for God, for some reason, decides, I want to tell you about my son. And I want you to go see him, because he's for you. And if you know anything about, or if you've ever heard anything about the contextual point of shepherds, they were so looked down upon. They were ceremonial, ceremonially unclean. They rarely ever got in to, to wash and be able to get into the temple to worship because they were always taking care of sheep. But God says, you know what? I'm coming to you. And no matter who we are, like I said earlier, no matter what your socioeconomic background may be, God looks down and he says, you know what? I'm coming to you. And I have come for you. And that's what this, this is so much about the fact that God is not a God that says there are some too high or some too low. He says, you're all the ones that I am sending my son to die for. 
But yet, how are people going to find out today about this Savior unless we, like the shepherds, go and tell? Unless we, like the shepherds, go and tell. Let's read here in Luke chapter 2, beginning there in verse 1. I'm going to read through the text, and then we'll come back and look at it in some smaller portions. But Luke chapter 2, beginning in verse 1, I'm reading from the New King James Version. It says, And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place when Quirinius was governor of Syria. So all went to be registered, every one to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth unto Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. To be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be, for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling uh, cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. Now just a few things that I want to uh, pull out from this text this morning as we walk through this. In verses 1 through 5, as I was reading that this week, it tells us that they're going to have a baby in Bethlehem. You know, the title today is We're Having a Baby, and we're having a baby in Bethlehem. Well, what does that mean? Well, Bethlehem was prophesied about that there was going to be a ruler to come out of it in Micah chapter 5, verse 2. And that passage of Scripture reads, But you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, though you are little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall come forth to me the one to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth are from of old, from everlasting. God had already prepared the plan and the way that the Savior of the world would come through Bethlehem, would come through the lineage of David. We've talked about that in weeks previous. And Bethlehem means city of bread. And we know that Jesus is, is the bread of life. And from the city of bread comes the bread of life so that all may have life and have it more abundantly if they so choose to call upon Christ to be their Lord and Savior. Beautiful prophecy all wrapped up 
in that little bitty word, that little bitty city, where nobody, there's not much that happens in Bethlehem, but yet there was something great and amazing and miraculous that happened there in that little town of bread known as Bethlehem, and it was the birth of the Savior of the world. If you look there in verses 6 and 7, it says, So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now they were having a baby in Bethlehem. They're going to have a baby in a, in a stable. There's not too many women that say, Hey, look, I want to have my baby in a stable. Not too many, right? So not only is it in the town of bread, it's in one of the lowliest places in the town of bread. It's in a place where many can come in, where it wasn't a closed off space. It was an open space to tell us, look, Jesus Christ is open to all. Jesus Christ, his, his message, his life, his salvation is for any and all who will approach and come unto him. Any that will call upon him in faith can be saved. So here he lies in the lowliest of places. Our Lord was born in one of the lowliest places to simple people so that all may know that he is born for all walks of life. He is a king yet born in poverty. To let us know that he is for all. We see that in verses 6 and 7. Then we look at verses 8 through 14. And 8 through 14 kind of, kind of is the encapsulation of the whole sermon series that I've been talking about. Announcements, visits, and showers. Look there in verses 8 through 14. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, watching over their flocks by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were greatly afraid. There's the visit. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So we see the angel of the Lord visits the shepherds and gives them the announcement that the Savior of the world is born. Not far from here. You can make it. We want you to make it. God wants you to be there. And then there's the, then there's the shower of praise. Where we see that there in verses 13 and 14. Where the heavenly hosts were praising God and saying. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. The day all through the Old Testament, the walk through the Old Testament of God preserving the line so that salvation may come for all mankind. God preserving the line. And here it is. Manifest God in flesh in a manger, in a stable, so that any and all can come to Him. It's the announcement, the visit, and the shower all wrapped up right there. In verses 8 through 14. And then we see there in verses 15 and 16. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, from the shepherds, that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, 
which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now, this, we're having a baby and company's coming. Now listen, you know that when you come home, there's people that want to come visit. For those, you, you've had a child and man, people want to come see that baby. People want to come hold the baby. They want to come see the child. Well, here's Jesus, the Savior of the world. And God says, come and see. Come and see. And the shepherd said, we're going to go. We're going to go. You know, there's not a whole lot of, whole lot of prep time for Mary to, to tidy up the stable there to get prepared for, the, for those guests that were coming in. You know, so many of us, we're so worried about when people come in, uh, oh, we got to get the house cleaned up and, and everything else, you know. Listen, don't worry about it. Mary didn't worry about cleaning up that stable. I don't think that you need to be too concerned either, okay? But the shepherds came in, and they were able to see the Savior of the world right there. How beautiful, how wonderful is that? We're, we're expecting a baby, and company's coming. And then let's look at verses 17 through 20. We're having a baby, and everyone is going to know. Everyone's going to know. Look at verses 17 through 20 as we wrap up this morning. Scripture reads, Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen as it was told them. The shepherds had a message to tell. He is born, just as the angel of the Lord had said. How exciting. This, we, we were told. You and I have been told how exciting it is to be told the gospel message that the Savior of the world has come. We should rejoice and we should make haste to go see. You know, we should make haste to go and, and, and see the Savior and, and participate in the joy that is bundled up in him, if you will. Wrapped in that swaddling cloths is, is, is the Savior of the world. Indescribable joy there in, in a trough where normally uh, cattle and, and sheep and other, other livestock are fed, and here lies the Savior of the world. How awesome is that? And we too have a message to tell. He is born. He is Lord. He is risen. He is coming again. We have a story to tell. So what should we do? We should go tell it on the mountains, over the hills, and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. We should go tell. With, with the majesty of this day that we have today. Christmas doesn't happen very often. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Christmas is a rare occasion for it to fall on a Sunday. And it's a beautiful time. But I pray that you tell of the news you have heard. I pray you tell of the advent, the first advent. He's coming again. There's a second one. The first advent of our Lord and Savior. And I pray you tell of your salvation through our Lord and Savior. Go and tell. And as I, as I wrap this up today, 
I can't help but see what, I, what the Lord's laid on my heart to preach next. As I prepared this, and, and I've had a sermon on my heart for a while that I've been wanting to preach to lead us through in January. But God said, no, I, I want you to, let's, let's adjust that a little bit. Matter of fact, he adjusted two of my whole sermon series. And I was sitting there going, well, you know, I really wanted this. But the Lord said, no. So in thinking about what we've read here today, next week is January 1st. It's, I mean, it's the first day of the year. The message here that we get, number one, is that the Savior is born. And number two, there's a message to tell, a good message. So as we, as we look at the shepherds, the shepherds went and told. So we need to be ready. Just as those shepherds, we've got to be ready to go and tell. The angel said, you'll find the babe. You'll find the babe. You'll find Mary and Joseph and a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. Okay, okay, that's, that's not a common thing to find a baby lying in a manger. So they knew when they found it, this is the Savior. So just to kind of give you a little precursor for the series coming up. It's entitled, Be Ready. Be ready to tell. Be ready to tell the good news. And then the next week is be ready to gather. What did they do? They went to gather with the Lord in that stable. They said, it's too important for us not to go. It's important for us to go and gather at the feet of the Savior and see Him as He is. The Word became flesh. I need to be there. Be ready to gather. And then be ready to partner. Those guys, those shepherds went out. They said, we're going here. We're telling everybody. They partnered with other people and told them about Jesus Christ. And they gave their time. Of the time that they were shepherding and carrying the sheep, they gave of their time. They gave of their talents. They gave of their giftings. They gave of themselves. And they sacrificed. They told a message that many of the Jews, as we know, Jesus was put to death because he said he was God. But they were willing to go and say, the Savior of the world, angel of the Lord, came and told us. And they were willing to sacrifice. So this next month, as we look at this, we're going to be talking about being ready. Being ready to tell, to gather, to partner, to give, and to sacrifice or go. I, 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 it blew me away as I was studying that. That how quickly and easily the Lord calls us to be messengers of of the good news. Jesus is born. Jesus is born.